Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fish On. I'm Captain Kevin Lanier of KC Sport Fishing Charters, based out of Port St. Joe and Mexico Beach, Florida. We're located on the eastern end of the Florida Panhandle, between Apalachicola and Panama City. It's still wintertime where we're at, and uh, fishing has been tough, but we're getting out and getting some redfish and trout and other wintertime species for us. On today's episode, we're going to talk about something, and it's one thing that there always is a debate about, is what's the best bait to use? What kind of bait do you like using? Well, every trip when we leave the dock, especially in the summertime, we take a variety of baits with us. We never leave the dock without bait on board the boat. Some people like live bait, frozen bait, uh, whatever your choice is. I don't think you can ever beat live bait when you can get it, but sometimes it's virtually impossible to get. <clears throat> so what's your favorite kind of frozen bait to use? Well, here on the Florida Panhandle in the Gulf of Mexico, we are able to get cigar minnows, and that seems to be the top frozen bait available. We also get northern mackerel. Uh, there's also Boston mackerel. Everyone always says, well, what's the difference in the two? What we have found is the Boston mackerel tend to be much larger. Sometimes those baits can be 12 to 18 inches long. So if you're after the big snapper or the grouper, that's a good thing to take along with you. We always take our stables, uh, squid, uh, two baits that I believe use anywhere in the world and you'll catch fish, and that shrimp and that squid. So we never leave home without squid in the box as well. <clears throat> Other frozen baits that we'll take with us are frozen bonita. Uh, we catch bonita on our trips and we take them home and freeze them, and then we'll take them out and use them for bait. Uh, the bloody, oily chunk of bonita in the water, uh, fish cannot resist it. But one thing I do have to warn you about, when you're using bonita, you have to make sure that uh, you don't have sharks in the area. Or once you start picking up sharks, uh, you're going to want to get rid of those bonita and go back to using your traditional uh, cigar minnows and mackerel. Uh, in the springtime, you can catch Spanish mackerel. Uh, you can use those for bait. Uh, one thing I will warn you about here in the state of Florida is those baits have to be whole. Uh, you take a bait like a Spanish mackerel out, you can cut it up once you're on the boat, but I highly advise that you keep them whole until you're ready to use them for bait. Uh, but every time we go out, uh, we are rigged and ready to catch live bait. Uh, day in, day out, uh, you cannot beat live bait uh, for catching quality fish. Uh, our favorite live baits are uh, greenies, uh, cigar minnows, uh, a number of other things, but <clears throat> depending on where we're at and what time of year it is will depend on what type of live bait we can get. Uh, in the springtime, before the water gets too hot, uh, we are fishing around the buoys and any kind of uh, floating structure uh, close into shore, artificial reefs, and we are catching uh, greenies. Uh, some people call them thread fin herring, uh, cigar minnows, and pinfish. Uh, if you can get those, you're going to get those close to the docks or, like I said, around those uh, buoy areas. Uh, I like to move further offshore uh, to catch larger baits. Uh, we 
fish sometimes 20 miles offshore and 100 feet of water. And out there we will catch um, grunts. Uh, some people call them ruby lip grunts. Uh, we will catch sand perch or squirrel fish. That's the same uh, fish. Uh, beeliners or vermilion snapper. Uh, one thing to know is if a fish is legal to be retained, it is legal to use for bait. But one of the absolute best baits that you can catch when you can get them is a lizard fish. You put down a lizard fish here in our area, just about guaranteed a grouper or a big red snapper. Something about those, they can't stay away from them. Uh, so if I get a lizard fish, we get all excited because we can pretty much guarantee that we're going to catch a nice fish on that. Um, getting the greenies and uh, those baits around the buoys, we're going to use a sabiki rig. Uh, I have two sizes of sabiki rigs on board, uh, number fours and number tens. Uh, my favorite are the ones with the little green bead and the fish scale on them. Um, Rig those up with uh, two to four ounces of weight, depending on the current and the depth. Uh, drop those to the bottom and slowly twitch them as you bring them up. Um, you can get one, you can get eight on those rigs. It just depends on what's going on. Another bait we'll catch uh, in that area are, depends on what part of Florida you're in. On the East Coast, they're called Blue Runners. And on the Gulf side, they are called hardtails. Uh, fantastic king micro bait. Uh, you get a hardtail up to eight inches. I've even had grouper eat those. That's a big grouper. Uh, but those are our favorite uh, king micro baits, along with live cigar minnows. But when we move out to deeper water, we tie up a stack or a chicken rig. Uh, which consists of two number uh, four hooks. Sometimes we'll bump up to number two hooks and a small piece of squid. Uh, a lot of people call those chicken rigs. I have no idea how they got that name, but uh, needless to say, uh, we use four to six ounces of weight. We use a bell type sinker. Uh, drop those to the bottom in 100 feet of water. As soon as they hit the bottom, if the bait are there, they'll hammer those pieces of squid. I try to get about a dozen baits per customer uh, when we're running a charter. Uh, we usually stop around three dozen, uh, sometimes four dozen if they are uh, good baits and the bait is hot and doesn't take us a long time to get it. Um, <clears throat> and also you have to remember the size of your live well has a lot to do with it. You can't overstuff a live well because you won't get enough oxygen in there to keep those fish alive. Another thing to remember is watch what kind of fish you put in your live well. Uh, there's a little bait fish out there. We call them um, soap fish. I don't know their technical name, but they're very slimy. If you put those in your live well, it's going to kill everything in there. So uh, watch for those. Uh, watch, make sure you got good flow in your live well. Uh, to keep water going in and flowing out. Uh, sometimes the fish will get caught in the drain, and you have to watch out for those. But when we get out there and we catch those baits, um, you know, we I always joke with my customers, and I tell them, look, if you can't catch bait, we're not going to go catch bigger fish. 
So we always get a kick out of that when we're out getting our day started. It's also a good way for people that are new to your boat uh, to get a feel for the gear, to see how the rods and reels work, uh, to be able to catch a few fish. I mean, you get kids excited out there catching pinfish and uh, grunts and things like that. And uh, don't necessarily throw those grunts away at the end of the day. If you've never had fried grunt, uh, you're missing out on the treat. Uh, it doesn't always have to be red snapper. It doesn't always have to be the ideal fish, but you can make a great meal out of a pan full of grunts. Talk about how they hook their live baits. And uh, my number one uh, preference on how to hook that live bait up is to put it in the bridge of the nose or through the eye sockets. Try to keep those fish swimming as natural as possible. Some people will hook them in the lips, uh, but don't pin their mouth shut. If you pin their mouth shut, they won't be able to breathe and they'll die quickly. Also look at the uh, depth of water that you are fishing in. Uh, if you get out there and you're in two, three, 400 feet of water, a lot of times those live baits are going to die on the bottom. So uh, we fish in uh, 300 feet of water or less, and they seem to do just fine. You can also hook your live baits in the back, uh, just forward of the dorsal fin. Um, some people hook them uh, in the tail, uh, just in front of the tail on the bottom of their body. Uh, whatever you can do to get them to swim away and swim naturally. If I'm uh, free-floating a live bait, I will actually hook it in the little bone behind the gill and let it swim out there because it gets very erratic when it is swimming, uh, and that is what attracts those uh, predatory fish. So however you do it, make sure you get the most natural swim that you can. Uh, one thing, I, other thing I wanted to cover was cleaning your live well. Do not put soap and bleach or anything in your live well. You want to keep that live well as clean as possible without putting detergents or chemicals in there. And there is a few uh, products that you can use to clean the live well. One that I use is called Babe's Fish Well Cleaning. And it's just a liquid that you pour in, you fill the live well up, scrub it out, and rinse it out. So that always works out really well. But just be careful not to put any uh, chemicals in your live well or it will kill everything uh, that you put in there, no matter what you do. So just to recap a little bit, we like to use cigar minnows, uh, mackerel, and squid for our frozen baits. And we're looking for those uh, greenies, cigar minnows, pinfish, uh, sand perch, our squirrel fish, lizard fish, bee liners, those are great live baits to use. So when you're out there and you're fishing and you've got that live well stocked, you've got that cooler full of live and frozen bait, uh, then you ought to be able to do really well. Uh, don't forget those bonita. Uh, sometimes we will troll when we're about a mile or two from our fishing destination uh, to see if we might be able to pick up a uh, bonita or two. Um, fresh bonita is fantastic bait. Absolutely cannot beat it for anything that you do. Um, for some reason, there are days where I cannot pick up anything else. Um, 
and we wind up catching a bonita and we have a very successful day. Um, it's got to be something about that fresh bait. Um, I don't know, but um, when you get out there and you get those live baits going and you're dropping those live baits in the water, always be ready because more than one time have I been talking to customers about how to hold the rods, how to set the reels up and get them ready. And I've got that bait down, uh, getting ready to hand the rod off and it gets hammered. Uh, that's one of the most exciting things that'll ever happen to you is when that bait hits and uh, the rod is in your hand. Um, when you put those uh, live baits out in a flat line or a free line, sometimes I will actually add a half ounce of weight to it um, about three feet out in front of the bait uh, just to get it to pull down a little bit. Um, when you're freelining, that's the time to hook them. Sometimes other places uh, other than the mouth, and those will um, seem to swim really well. Um, but if you have any questions about live bait fishing or anything, uh, feel free to give us a call. Uh, get in touch with us here at KC Sport Fishing. Um, and don't forget to like us. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we're really trying to get these podcasts rolling, and I'm trying to give you helpful information. You can go to our website, uh, kcsportfishing.com slash podcast. Uh, there's also a form on our website that you can fill out with questions, comments, or what I really want to get from you guys are episode suggestions. Uh, because I want to talk about what you guys want to talk about. Uh, coming up in a, another week or so, we're going to talk to one of our local uh, folks here in the Port St. Joe, Mexico Beach area to kind of give you guys an idea of uh, upcoming events here in the area. Uh, that'll be excited, a little bit different than our normal. But um, don't forget, find us on Facebook. Instagram, we're on YouTube. Go to those places, like us and follow us. You'll probably find out more about us than you really ever want to know. But all in all, it's really exciting. And we've just had a good time talking to you guys today. And we look forward to talking to you next time on Fish On.